Conspiracies, we got it. Paranormal, we pursue it. World news, we follow it. Dick jokes all, all day. day. Are you ready for these motherfuckers to show up? The ones that were there when we walked in? Yeah, they were. They were there. They were yeah. ready. I was shit faced. Yeah, why'd you get so torn? Why'd you get so? Because we had to fucking speak to people. Well, if you want to hear Tim slur his words, keep listening. We love you. I'm Josh. I'm Tim. And this is J and T Unsolved. There existed. I was friends with his wife, and he messaged me one day. He said, "Hey, you want to do a podcast about?" Stuff that makes people feel It was the uh, UFO report. Yeah, we was talking about UFOs and stuff. And uh, so we didn't know what the other had about political opinions, um, how they felt about day-to-day life, anything. And we just started talking one night. And we've been doing this pretty regularly every night, Saturdays and Sundays and Wednesdays. Um, emotionally, I think we clicked pretty good. Um, We've had a lot of people join us through paranormal stuff. A lady from Atlanta, she does, what does she do? Uh, ufology, ghostwriting. Stuff about the pyramids and the aliens. I'm not gonna say she's crazy. Um, I do kind of agree with a few things that she uh, believes in, and there's some things that I don't agree with, and that's what makes it great to talk about, is, is if, if you can disagree and agree on things, it makes it easy to talk about. There's been a lot of subjects that Tim has brought up that we both agree on, it was probably our most boring episode. We had nothing yeah. to say. There was nothing to add to it. Dude's like, how do you feel? I felt the same way. It kind of sucked. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, those were really boring episodes. But tonight, specifically, I wanted to talk about like paranormal stuff. I wanted to know if anybody in here has ever experienced anything paranormal. And if you have, would you like to speak about it with us on the mic? Nobody. Somebody in here has had to experience something paranormal. You ain't going shy. Yeah, Nicole, you go and come on. You know you want to. I know you yeah. have. Were you expecting to just be the three of us again? <laughs> yeah. You Sorry. want to talk about yours? No. Uh, you want to go to the the one that made me a believer in paranormal? Yeah, you can tell them about the one that made you a believer. So, as a suburban white teenager, we decided to fuck around with the Ouija board, and we found out. So... My ex-girlfriend at the time begged for a fucking Ouija board when we went to Toys R Us one day. Do you say fucking change? It's 18 and up. It's 18 and up. I don't care. Stop. You're the worst girl. So we went to Toys R Us and got a fucking Ouija board. At Toys R Us, that's the key words. Yeah, at Toys R Us. It's fucking terrible. That's a valid point, okay? That's why I judge him so much. Yeah. Because he's like, yo, And this was like 17. I I went for a fucking Xbox accessory and we walked out with a fucking Ouija board. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, he's gonna say fucking like too much. I feel great. Okay, continue. And I'm still drinking. Tell us about your stuff. So. We got it, and I've already, we went and played with it at our uh, friend's house, and I've already, like, heard footsteps, people screaming in my ear and shit, and I was just buying those fucking nightmares and shit. Then, we played with that fucker, and, like, (laughs) heard another scream in my ear that night, and it's nothing like I've ever fucking heard before. So... How's it going? You want to come sit down? Trying to figure out what it is. It's a paranormal podcast. I got you. So, 
beyond what we know. Um, I went to church. I never, like, I can't say I was 100%. I didn't believe everything the church said. I didn't believe everything in the Bible. I didn't believe everything my parents said. But I always felt weird growing up in my first house. Like, I was always being watched. But nothing ever happened. I never got touched. I never got scratched. I never heard anything. It just felt weird. But I always felt like I was just a kid scared of everything. Because, like, if my mom left the room, I was just deathly afraid she's never coming back. I had no clue why I had that irrational fear. We moved into my first house with my wife, and I got scratched all the time. And she'd always make the joke, is it your second wife? And I'd say, yeah, sure, total. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but we never knew why I got scratched. I figured it was in my sleep. We had a fire alarm fall off the wall. It's really hard to pull a fire alarm off the wall. It's really hard to disconnect it at the same time. But it fell off the wall and hit the ground and broke. We had my little, my daughter, she would have her blankets get pulled off of her at night. She was a toddler, so I figured she kicked them. Made sense to me, made me feel comfortable. I slept at night good. Uh, we also had an instance where I came home one night from work. I'd always put my phone wallet keys in my passenger seat and I'd drive. I got to the house, I parked in the back of the yard. I went to reach for it, I had a phone in wallet. I had no keys. And I walked inside the back door. I was couldn't find them. I always lose shit until my wife was like, you probably fucking lost them. So I drove all the way back to the house, back to my work. Couldn't find them. Drove back to the house. Couldn't find them. Two weeks later, I'm cutting the grass. I blew them up in the front yard. No fucking clue how they got there. But we never felt anything weird in the first house other than the scratches and the thing falling off the wall. And I was just like, cool, we're fine. We moved into my new house. We heard footsteps. It's an old home. My wife's like, it's just the creaky floors. I believed it. My daughter's blankets get pulled off all the time. Cool. This figure was her. One night it happened at 9 o'clock. Then at 10, 11.45, 12. And I was like, fuck this, I'm going to watch. There's no way she's this restless. 1.45 in the morning, I'm dead ass. I'm staring at this camera all night. Like, I'm so ready to go to bed. i got to go work in the morning. And I watched it move. When it moved, the blanket moved off her body. The pillow came out from her head and moved with it. Scared the absolute shit out of me. I woke my wife up in the morning. She can confirm I was I was really, really scared. And I don't know how it moved. I still don't know how it moved. And uh, we got my daughter out of her room. And that's the only night 
that she's ever slept with us. So I've been super against co sleeping, but like that one made me, I was like, you know what, I don't care. I don't know what's going on in here. It's an old home. I'm kind of freaked out. So, uh, as natural white people do, we call the priest. It was the dumbest fucking thing again. <laughs> because they came and they walked around the house, and my wife called me, and I was like, just tell me that they say we're crazy and there's nothing here. I just want there to be nothing here. Because I got a kid, and I don't want a kid to have any crazy shit happen. And they didn't say that. They, uh, they said there was nothing in the whole house, and they go in my little girl's room, and they said that they just felt an energy in her closet. They, just, they said it wasn't malicious. I was cool with that. We accepted that for a long time. The most activity was in October. Was my little girl I was giving her a bath. She looked up behind me and she said, spooky. But I would always say spooky because I like to scare her at night. Like if the room's dark, I'd say, it was spooky. And I'd turn the lights off and she'd run really freaking fast. And I scared the shit out of her. And uh, she said, it's spooky. So I just turned around and I looked up and I said, go away. And she said, thanks, it's gone. And I was like, don't fucking say that. She said, do not say that. That's not cool. Uh, but she did. At the time, I think she was, what, two and a half? Yeah, about two and a half. And so that freaked me out. And it was the next night that she said that was the, the instance with the um, blankets. And after the blankets night, we was watching TV. It was the third night in a row this happened. Was We was all sitting in the, in the room, literally watching TV, and we heard a cabinet door shut. She's a stickler. I'm supposed to close all cabinet doors, so I know they were all shut. But it slammed really loud. And so we were all looking, the dog was staring, and the dog would not go in the kitchen. I was scared to fuck to go in the kitchen, but I did. All the cabinet doors were shut. So we didn't know what happened. And then four nights later, that's when we called the priest, because we're like, we don't know what to do, you know? It tells about the energy in the closet. I don't think we had an uh, experience Probably about four months. And then we started noticing all of our blinds. There'd be like a random blind be flat. Like an old woman or old person, creepy as fuck, be peeking at kids, you know, just like looking. And they'd always be flat. So for a while, we started to like, we'd close the blinds, we'd slap them down to make sure they're all done. And we'd do that, and we still notice we'd come back to flat. So we started noticing that happening. I can't remember what happened after that. Exact timeline. But, at some point, I went under the house because we started to get floors that started to warp. We got a crawl space. I go under the house and I'm putting all the little joist supports up and I'm cranking them and stuff. And I turned around and I saw these things and I can show you all the pictures after the fact when we're done talking about this to show you all what we found. But I saw these two frames stacked. And I was like, well, what are those? And I pulled them out and they were dusty as hell. And I thought they were mirrors because they had the, the convex glass I couldn't see myself. Just figured they were dirty, and I pulled them out, and I called my wife under the house. I'm like, "Hey, come out here. This is really fucking weird. It's underneath my kid's closet where they saw the energy." We pulled them out, and I wiped the face, and I saw the scariest woman's face. Like it was a picture of an old woman, and I, I, it was fucking weird. Like she looks crazy. A lot of people. I posted this video on TikTok. I got like a million views on this for it. Everyone's saying. It's a stock photo. We've all been to Hobby Lobby. We've seen stock photos. They're perfect people. I'm not at my house. I can talk shit. She's cross-eyed as fuck. It's not a stock photo. It was a painting. It's a charcoal drawing of the woman. Um, we're convinced that it's a death photo. After they've died, they paint the people. These date um, back to like early uh, yeah. 1900s, late 1800s. Yeah, the, frame, the frame we have is 
probably about 48 inches maybe wide and about 16 tall. That exact frame sits in Daphne's History Museum right now. A little bit smaller, but it's the exact same frame um, based on the uh, pattern. Uh, she said that's from 1910. So we do know it's at least a 100-year-old frame. The baby, we can't say because she doesn't have a frame that matches, but she said it's really close to the 1800s. So we found those underneath my kids' closet. We didn't know what to do. Naturally, as white people, let's be respectful. We put them in the house. Everyone said we're fucking crazy. So we put them, we put them in the guest bedroom. We got them propped up. <laughs> Look, we got them propped up nicely. See us after if you want to see pictures. Yeah, they were really They'll take us here. Find them. Like, the baby's cute, don't get me wrong, but the woman's scary as fuck. The man looks normal. The woman literally looks like she's looking through your soul. It's fucking weird. Um, after I put them in there, we didn't have any experience uh, for a while. It actually kind of felt better in the house. Like, we felt more accepting, like, it felt. On a, more on a conscience, like it was a good thing that we did that. You know, maybe they're upset that their pictures were put on the house, but we still didn't know why they were there. So we started doing all this research and stuff. And we found out about the people that lived in the house before us. And um, this story gets a little funny. Um, everyone calls me the finder. If you just give me a phone number or a name, I can find out just about any fucking thing about you. And so I at least had a last name for the original owners. I found their kids. I text them. The only thing they were concerned about was how the fuck I got their numbers. I'm like, I have pictures that might be your family and all you care about is how I got your number. And um, the first kid, I spoke to his grandparent, grandchildren. They didn't recognize it. The second one, I spoke to his wife. She would answer a bunch of questions. We knew that the original owner was arrested for really bad stuff. So I asked her after like a long conversation on a text message, was he arrested? We was heard he was arrested. If he was arrested, it would mean more, this is real. She didn't respond. Like, like responding, responding, responding. Nothing after arrested. Made me feel weirder. A couple hours go by, my wife cleans up the photos and stuff, makes them look pretty. And uh, then I send her a picture of the new photos, and she's like, they look great, enjoy the history. Well, fuck you, was he arrested? She wouldn't tell me if he was fucking arrested. So I know he was arrested for the bad stuff because she avoided the conversation. Um, Shortly after that, I was taking my kid to bed, and we walked down the hallway, closed the doors. Like, we always close the door to that room because across from my kid's room, sunlight comes in in the morning, it'll wake her up, so we close that door. I walk down to the hallway, my wife's at the front of the hallway, it's me and my kid, the door opens, and I jump, and I'm like, I just feel uneasy. And so I closed the door and I pulled it closed. I texted Tim and he's like, just jump around, make sure it's not a soft foot, make sure nothing's wrong with the frame, make sure the door's actually latching. And it did. I like pushed on it and all this crazy stuff. It didn't open. We got like a TikTok video. Was it Nicole behind the door opening it? No. Really? No, the TikTok video is a light switch. That was fake. Yeah, but the door opens in the TikTok video. Oh, that was, yeah, that was set up. Okay. That was that you, Nicole? No. Yeah. You okay. can't. You can't. I was making sure. If you want to make a video, <laughs> you'll never catch the shit. I swear to God. So we close the door. I take my kid to go wash your, brush your teeth. We come back. Like, I've already pushed on the door. I've already shook the door. I've already jumped around. I look like a fucking idiot. The door opens again. And I said a lot of cuss words. And I walk down the hallway. And I walk back. And I open the door. And I just said, will you please stop? Like, I was just... I was genuinely scared at that point because like I've never had anything happen in front of me. Like I've heard things fall, I've heard voices, I've seen things like out of place. 
but I've never seen a fucking door open in front of me. It scared the shit out of me. Um, so I said that, I closed the door, and for probably about eight weeks, nothing happened. I was cool with that. My dad doesn't believe in ghosts. He doesn't believe in God, he doesn't believe in anything. He's very agnostic. He's an idiot. Like, if I've told him about the shit in the house, he said I'm bullshitting. I'm full of shit. My mom annoys the fuck out of me. And she come to my house, and she's like, we're just gonna tell him to leave. I'm like, don't fucking do it. This is my house, respect my house, don't tell him to do it. She goes to the back room. Ghosts, okay? Yeah, she goes to the back room and she tells him to leave. I'm like, fuck you, why'd you fucking do that? For probably about four or five weeks, we still had not shit happen. Remember, my dad don't believe fucking ghosts. My mom and dad call me and they're like, hey, we wanna come see your kid, or his granddaughter. We, don't, we haven't seen her in a little while. I'm like, cool, come by. They come by, we're all sitting in the living room, cabinet door slams. And my dad said, I'll burn this fucking house to the ground. That's the only time he's ever acknowledged a ghost in his entire life, ever. And I knew for a fact he fucking heard it. But we all believe that maybe, since my mom was there, maybe it was the spirit saying, fuck you, we're still here, we're gonna stay. We're under the belief that maybe it's the original owner. She passed away in the house in 2008. And I'm fine with that. Because from what we've heard, she loves children. From what we've talked about with other people who are in witchcraft, paranormal research and stuff, they believe that I might have a dark attachment because of the scratches and stuff from other house. If the original owner loves children, she's probably protecting my child from the dark attachment, which is cool. I respect that. I get it. Um, I lost my track. I really did. It sucks. <laughs> but, oh, I remember what it was. I can't tell. I think it was three weeks ago. Nicole said we were sitting in the house, and she's like, "I really wish we could find someone who knew what the house looked like." It was built in 1960, but it was flipped in 2016, right after the second owner he passed away. His wife died in 08, and Mr. Augustus passed in 2016. And she said, "I wish we could find someone who who um, could just tell us what the house looked like." Because we didn't know. It's, it's super modern now. Like if, you, if you see the outside of the house, it looks like an old house. But you walk inside, bright lights, different fucking house. It looks like you're, just, you're in modern times. And it was three nights later, we got a knock on the door. It's like 8.15. Who the fuck knocks on people's doors at, at night anymore? Nobody. And I look at the camera, and <laughs> he was in like... He was in like like military pants and like a military shirt and shit. And I, I looked at my wife, I was like... I got a fucking warrant for my arrest or some shit, because I didn't know who he was. And uh, I opened the door, and he asked for Mr. Augustus and Miss Janie. And I said, they passed in 2008-16. And he was like, I thought they did, but I was just hoping maybe the kids were still here. And I told him no. I said, they left the house foreclosed, and the house got flipped. And he started talking to us, and I invited him in. He seemed genuine. I invited him in, and he told us everything about the house before that, three nights fucking later. Like, I don't know why the fuck he came. But he did, and he was telling us about rooms that didn't exist and now do exist, and rooms that used to exist no longer exist, where Mr. Augustus used to sleep, which was the room where the door opened at night after his wife passed. A bunch of crazy shit. After that, probably no experience. Probably two or three weeks. And then today, my wife, uh, she asked me, if I heard anything, because she said she was in the kitchen and she heard somebody say hey really loudly, but she thinks it was the cat. The cat doesn't say hey, and the cat says meow. <laughs> so somebody said hey more today. And uh, now can we investigate your house? Oh, no. she doesn't want us to do it. 
I want to a little bit, but part of me doesn't want to do it because I live there and I don't know what the fuck it's going to do if I ever investigated my house. Um, we've investigated a few, a few places. We did a coffee shop in Mobile. We got a little girl's voice. We know it was a little girl because there was no little girls with us. It was just me, Tam, and the owners. And the little girl said right after we was leaving the kitchen, we spoke open about leaving the kitchen. She said, I'm done, I'm bored. We have that on YouTube, we have that on our podcast of The Voice, you can hear it playing. If you want to hear it, just give me a minute and I'll come yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. it's, it's the coolest thing that she says that, but it's a little girl. Um, when we was there that night, I went into the bathroom and one of the water faucets was running. So I'll leave and I, cause, and I said, who was using the restroom last? And one of our friends was like me and I said, well, did you wash your hands? He said, no. So I just told him that's fucking disgusting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but he asked why. And I said, well, one of the faucets was running, so I figured maybe he left it running. He said he didn't wash his hands, which is still fucking gross. <laughs> so I didn't shake his hand at night. But uh, between I'm done on board and the faucet running, those were the two experiences we had in a coffee shop of all fucking places to have paranormal activity in Sun Dolphin Street. Researching the building, it was built in, I think it was 1880. Yeah. We was just across the street at Veets. We're probably going to do that one too, because apparently it was built in 1830, and there was a man who committed suicide on the second floor. I never knew this. I've lived here forever, and I didn't know any of this shit about these buildings. Um, I want to do my house really bad, but I don't know what kind of can of worms I'm going to open. Um, it's a little nerve-wracking. Like I like to experience this stuff as it happens. Um, we're going to backtrack to the day I said I'm done. I asked him to stop. When I asked him to stop. I wanted him to stop, like just fucking opening doors. For six weeks, we didn't have activity, and I told my wife, I said, I, I kind of miss him. Like, <laughs> it's been a while. I kind of miss him, and it was after that guy visited at night that we started to have a little bit more activity again. Um, but it's all been good stuff. Like, when everyone thinks about ghosts, they always think about like crazy shit, like bad stuff happening, demons or whatever. Even if this was a demon, it's not bad things. Like, it always feels like a good energy. The other thing that happened, I remember when I was going to set a lost track. When that guy came that night, off topic, he was like, can you believe an architect ever built, no, a carpenter ever built this house? I'm like, I hope the fuck a carpenter built this house, because it's a house. But he was saying that the first people that lived there were carpenters. That's cool. Well, the second people who lived there, and which would be the flippers, obviously carpenters. The third people that lived there, which are the people who we bought from, they own a, a home building business carpenters we move in I'm a fucking mechanic I work on, on cranes and shit my wife is a, a bookkeeper for like deck collections and shit we're not carpenters and one day I text her I'm like hey you want to start flipping furniture now we're fucking carpenters and I don't know why but like for some reason we just started flipping furniture so now that's what we do we're not carpenters so something about that house makes people be carpenters and that's the weirdest fucking thing but I gotta hold up so, a little background. This is probably 20 minutes into our investigation of the coffee shop, and my camera battery went from like fresh, brand new batteries to dead. So, cut the video off, went and go change the batteries out, and left the recorder sitting on the, uh, I guess, the prep rack where they had like all their shit thawing out and stuff. Uh, the, apparently, they had like a was a hand-sewn bees yeah. or some shit. And the they kept saying that it would like just fall completely off the shelf and there's no way to actually 
shake that shell for it to fall out the way it was positioned because we tried every which way we could to make it fall off without actually touching it. It never fell off. And there was no way to get it off. Oh, bullshit on that one. So this was like right as we were leaving. Uh, you were in the bathroom. It was mm-hmm. me, my co-worker slash half owner of the coffee shop, mm-hmm. his wife and his daughter. We're in the bedroom before we got here. And that was right after it stopped it. We didn't hear anything. We we honestly this was all like as soon as the investigation ended, I don't think I went to bed that night. You did I went back and started listening to everything, went through all the video. And that that and one other voice is the only thing we caught the yeah. entire night. The second voice we caught was... You can't understand anything it's fucking saying. It was extremely digital, so we can't really use that. It, you couldn't hear anything at all. Yeah, that was the only clear one that we caught. Yeah. But it was it was weird. Well, when we left, we didn't feel anything. Like, when I was in the kitchen, I didn't feel anything. When I'm in my house... Like, I felt a couple of cold spots while we were there, but that was about it. When they say you feel hairs on your neck, it's when somebody walks on your grave. I feel that damn near every day I'm in my house. But I don't feel like scared like somebody's looking at me, but I feel it all the fucking time. My wife doesn't feel it. She now hears things, apparently. Um, but when we was in the coffee shop, we didn't feel anything. Like, I just started walking around. It was like a normal coffee shop. And then we caught that. I was like, that's fucking awesome. But it... Don't they, use any of the iPhone or Android apps. They yeah. are shit. Don't yeah. do that. The reason why my wife called the priest that night is because she used an iPhone app. She saw on TikTok. I saw on TikTok and told her about it. And that's um, why I downloaded it. The only weird thing about it is it wouldn't speak to us unless we was in my kid's room. That's fucking weird. But she walks in my daughter's room and the moment she breaks the plane, she's got it on a recording that it happened. It said Joshua, which is my name. And I was like, that's fucking not cool. But she's in there and she's asking all these questions and she said, who are you? And it's a demon. And then it said something about portal, and she freaked out. She ran out the room. And that's when we had to know, is it a demon or not? And he says the likelihood of a demon ever being in your home is basically like winning the lottery. It's not going to fucking happen. Um, made me feel better. <laughs> uh, but the fact that he told us there was energy under the closet, and we found the shit in the closet, and all the crazy shit that happens in my kid room, just it made me a believer. We did the Daphne Museum. She has, she has a, a lot of cool shit. I'm not gonna lie. I learned a lot when I went there. A lot of stuff about currency that went on in Mobile, Spanish Fort, Fairhope that I never knew even happened. I took Mobile history, and I thought they told me everything about Mobile. They didn't even tell me 10%. And um, but she's got these dresses that are propped up in the case, and there would be a hat that would always fall off. And so she would always believe that maybe there's something knocking it off. So to make it stop, she sewed it, like she drilled that bitch to the uh, to the frame so it'll never fall off again. But we didn't catch anything there. The only thing is, is we tried the device that scans through radio frequencies. And you listen really loudly through headphones so nobody can, like you can't hear what anybody's asking. Um, the only two things that happened was I heard the word snake. I didn't know what the fuck it meant. It didn't mean shit to me at the time. Because, like, the word slave came through. That makes sense because it was an old-ass church. Slaves would sit at the top. 
but it was built in 1819 mm-hmm. yeah nothing oldest grave marker in the the there's a cemetery that surrounds that church mm-hmm. the oldest grave marker is 1844 yeah Nothing would ever answer our questions if we, because I've seen on YouTube so many times where somebody asks a question, they get like intelligent responses. Nothing answered our questions, so we started talking to the lady while my wife is listening to the uh, to the sound, and we was just talking to the lady about they just opened that day. It was their open house after all the COVID bullshit that happened. It was their first day of like having a lot of people there, and she said it was at least like 150 people, and she was saying how the spirits might be angry, and immediately after, my wife says not happy. That was really cool because we got a word that's relevant to the word that she just said. But then nothing after that. We got snake in the beginning when I was listening. So we go outside and we're walking around the graveyard and I found a grave that said snake. The only thing that sucks about that grave is there's no time of birth and death. It only says a loyal servant to the church. So I really we heard a slave a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I want to go back so bad. And like, I think each one of us heard it at least twice. Yeah. How many times did you hear it? You heard it at least once, right? Yeah. Anything you want to add? To oh, I was going to say. Oh. When it comes to paranormal investigation, 90% of the time you're not going to find anything. And that's just so tough. Now, we've done four, mm-hmm. and we've only found that one voice yep. that's credible. Not even that credible. I put, in, I put an audio recorder in the room that has a lot of activity. And I put it in there the night the door opened. I meant to put it in there at 10 o'clock and just get it at like two in the morning. And I forgot about it for two days. And it recorded for 48 fucking hours and never died. I didn't catch shit. And uh, and then like I stopped recording and then like days later we start getting a bunch of bullshit. I've put cameras on rocking chairs and stuff just to see if they'll move. The phones always die, but they never catch anything. Um, it's really tough. It's really hard to catch stuff. But if y'all, follow us through like social media and stuff we're going to pursue heavily on getting a lot of these buildings downtown especially after speaking to the lady at beats because i really want to know why the dude killed himself like super bad yeah uh we got centronelle house in the coming weeks i'm so excited about that we don't know if the woman who's buying is a medium or not but she said when she walked in the house she could just feel that it has to be haunted. Maybe she's crazy. And it was built in uh, 18, I think 1860, yeah, 1890. When, when Tim showed me the pictures of his house, I just thought it was the most beautiful home I've ever seen. I'd yeah. probably buy it, especially living in a haunted home now. I'd probably definitely buy it, but it's a really pretty house. And then I think uh, Maps or Mappy, I don't remember which one it is. Maps. Uh, they're going to be joining us on that, so we'll have access to a lot more equipment than what we have. So that should be really fun. That's pretty much all I got. That's that's what it's like to look. Anyone got any questions? Or coffee shop? It was. Oh, it's already fucking posted on. Ironically, the name. What was the name? Soul Caffeine. Soul on uh, Dolphin Street. So it was really weird how the name was Soul Caffeine, and they got a haunted fucking coffee shop. Yeah. (laughs) But we tried to figure out what the building was before, before it was a coffee shop, and I. We didn't get anything going back past 1930 or what that was. Yeah. That land, uh, if you look back out of all of uh, Mobile's records, that land was all settled in at least the 1790s from when uh, the Spanish started going westward into Mobile. So all that land was already developed in the 1790s. 
And there's also, uh, they didn't tell me this until afterwards, I don't think I told you, there's bunkers that go underneath most of Dolphin Street from uh, World War One and World War Two. Most people don't know this, but if you ever go to the Malaga Inn Hotel and you ask like one of the bay heads to see the bunkers underneath, they do have tunnels underneath. Yeah, Murphy High School does too. They're supposedly really haunted. They're really scary. Um, I want to go there really bad. But there's like a there's like a stretcher or something that's been left there since like the 1800s. But they, if you ask, because not many people fucking know about it, they will take you down there. It's like it's like a trap door. That you're probably gonna feel like you get murdered. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> I really want to go. I've seen so many pictures. It looks scary, but it's really cool. It's like a really long tunnel. Like it's brick with the with the damn old fucking what's it called? Arch. It's yeah. arch brick and stuff, and it's got this really scary ass stretcher down there. But yeah, that's underneath Malaga, and it's like underneath a bunch of buildings in Mobile. It's pretty cool shit. There's a lot of stuff in Mobile that not many people know about. You can ask. I'll show you again. Oh, so I was say uh, my my dad actually inherited a family-owned house, mm-hmm. and it's uh, center block. The whole house is center block. It's on slab, um, but no one lived there for the last like probably 30 years before my dad got it, and because uh, he he needed a place to go. My great grandma was like, "Well, we have a family house." <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, I'll take whatever." <laughs> my, my parents split up, and. Uh, yeah, when he moved into it, there was nothing. There was literally nothing in there. It was like probably crackheads living in there for a hot minute. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's but for a solid like 30 years or so. And my great great grandmother's like 90 something. So it's a short time for life. Um, well, yeah. we are convinced that someone murdered someone there because I, I'm going to five. And two of my younger siblings, well, one of them when he was about two or three, learning to talk and whatnot, we came home. And my stepmom, I was working the same shift as my dad was, and uh, he was in this room. And I was going, I had to share a room with him when I lived with him. And he had his you know, little um, crib against one side of the wall, and I had uh, a bunk bed, basically. But because um, it was me and my older, well, next brother's older you know, room, basically. and. Uh, I came in there and he's looking away from the door that's open and he's saying something like Tommy I, I don't honestly remember the name it's been 10 years he's like 13 now but um and he's so let's, let's go with Tommy because I genuinely don't remember but he was like he's talking to Tommy and I'm like okay he's got an imaginary friend that's cool and I'm like hey you talking to he's like he looks he's like nobody I'm like no, no, you were, you, you were. Who, who, who's Tommy? It's like I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> no, okay, now we're going to talk about it. But um, and I brought up to my dad and my stepmom, and um, nothing. You know, time goes by. They ask him. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't know what we're talking about. Well, about a year or so later, now he's about three. My stepmom's now pregnant with her her second son, and. Um, uh, we're out, you know, in the field and whatnot, and, and uh, my brother Noah just goes off and is playing sticks and stuff and smack trees and stuff, and I see him uh, catch him in the corner of my eye and look, and he's standing there looking up, talking to somebody. There's no one there. So I go walk up, and I'm like, hey, who you talk to? I was, I was talking to Tommy. I'm like, so who's Tommy? Like, well, let's find out who Tommy is, you know? He's my friend. And I'm like, okay. 
and what does he look like? <laughs> you know, well, let's try to get some descriptors in here, buddy. Come on. Well, and he's he's super shy about it, and so we try to. We're like, well, how about we don't talk to Tommy anymore? That's probably the best. There's no more talking to Tommy. Tell Tommy to go. You know, and we don't hear anything about it for now. He's three years older, three and a half years older than my next sibling, my next brother, and. Noah does not talk to or talk about or even remember any of that for a solid another two years. And uh, my dad's like, you are not going to believe this shit. I was like, what? Because now I'm, I'm at my own place. He goes, go ask uh, uh, Duff who he was talking to. I was like, no. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> and uh, I was like, so I had to. I was like, okay. Uh, you know, hey, Duff, who are you talking to? I was talking to Tommy. I was like, who's Tommy? He's like, I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> like, I really well, want to know Tommy. Oh, it's horrible. It gets worse. Let me ask you something. Huh. When we first opened up, it said, does anybody have anything paranormal? I don't like to share it because most people are like, yeah, cool. It's a cool stuff. That's what happens when we first shared the pictures of the house. Yeah. That we found in the house. I've had friends that have never spoken about shit. Yeah. Our shit got shared so much. People were like, oh my God, I know where the house is. Blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Yeah, fun. thanks to Cole for putting that on uh, Voices of Sailing. So many of our friends <laughs> were talking about all the crazy fucking shit that they were not, they were like, man, I'm glad you said something because now I can talk about it. Like, just fucking talk about it, you know? Like, we've all been through some crazy shit in life and some people's just worse. So, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets much worse. Um, so, I come, me and my dad are playing, I forgot what game, but uh, the way his house is set up is kind of like a U. There's a center block wall runs the length, almost the whole length of the house. You walk in, you're in the living room. You come around that first part of the wall, it's kitchen and hallway. We live at the end of the hallway. And uh, I'm sitting on the couch that looks in both the living room and the kitchen slash hallway. And we had a deep freeze right there. And I'm playing the game, and I see Noah <laughs> creeping around the uh, thing. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock in the morning. We've been playing for hours. I'm like, no, go to bed. And Dad's like, boy, didn't I tell you get your ass in bed? You know. And so we hear, we both heard it. He goes, go make sure he's actually in bed. I'm like, okay, sure. So I get up, and I walk down the hall. I turn the light on. He's asleep. He is asleep. Both of them are asleep. And I know this because I was like, Noah, boy, wake up. <laughs> He's like, you know, like, I'm like, I'm going home. <laughs> it's time for me to go home. It's time for me to go. Who lives in the house now? Who lives in that house now? My dad still lives there. Well, we, so we are convinced that, that, that whatever, because now I've seen it too. Yeah. <laughs> and it looked like my brother. That's the best way to describe it. But, um, Apparently, I, because I, you can you can look up in your local history. Hey, have kids gone missing? You know, and there is a time period of thirty years, and a thirty year period, many kids have gone missing. Mm -hmm. I, I do not think some kid got murdered there. That's plain and simple. It's the only thing that I can think of because I didn't see a grown person. Mm -hmm. I saw a little kid, and uh, my stepmom, she she almost literally peed herself. This woman does, she lives in God, but she does not believe, she does not believe ghosts. She thinks we're all full of crap. She never heard them talk about this stuff. She's like, yeah, y'all need to, you know, y'all are scaring them. I'm like, okay. She, the bathroom, that bedroom, down the hall, bedroom, bathroom's right there. She was going to the bathroom and the door's cracked open. She thought she saw Noah standing around the door frame. She said, hey, go to bed. She went to the bathroom, realized that wasn't Noah. Turn back, there's nothing there. 
no. Ten, ten I asked, I was like, what did you, what did it look like? She goes, it looked like no. I was like, no, we're coming to your house. Tim and I would obviously love to do this house. We just oh, think yeah. it's hard to do houses because it feels so intrusive. Like I don't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even recommend my dad's crazy. So if yeah. ever, yeah. we don't talk anymore, anyways. But if he ever passes and the house is open, let us know. It's over by Lattery, man. It's just there's a history around that place. And in the location it's in, it's like you wouldn't even know. You would turn down this road, you wouldn't even know that that was a driveway. Can we ask you, don't give too much away, but can you tell us about what area? Bio battery. Bio battery? Oh, that makes more sense. Fer, uh, Fernland. When was it built? Uh, was it, was it Fernland? Is that the road? Oh, I don't know roads in bio battery. No you just say bio battery. Yeah. <laughs> what was it's the house built? Grand, Grand Bay bio battery. Gotcha. What was the house built? When was that house built? Uh, early 1900s. Yeah, it's yeah. We, we redid the plumbing. It was ceramic plumbing. Yeah, that's Holy fuck. fuck. That's one of the old ones. Old! Yeah. So, there's... Um, the last thing that's in my house we don't speak of much um, because it's obviously super weird. When I when I texted the flippers about the house, they also wanted to know how I got the numbers. I don't know why people care about that so much. But uh, it's 2022. You can find you just search your name on Google. Yeah, it's so simple. But. I texted them about the photos. I was like, have you ever seen these? And that's when we're on the next week, next week, so on and so forth. And they said, no, where were they at? And I told them, and I showed them that. And they was like, well, that looks like new joists. They were new joists, obviously. They're from fucking Lowe's, though, because they're warped as shit. But um, they were sitting right next to the joists. And she's like, well, those don't look like they should have been there because we replaced those. I was like, yeah, obviously. And um, But anyways, under the house, so there's a bunch of knickknacks and bullshit that was left for years and stuff. Like, we found, like, a Barbie cup from the 80s. We found, like, an old screwdriver that's, like, crazy shit. There's two mounds of dirt that are underneath the front door. Like, everything's level, and there's two mounds of dirt. And I'm convinced there might be bones. I don't know. Um, would not be surprised. I've been wanting to dig, but I'm really scared because I've always seen like when people find bones, whether they're animal or human, the cops come and you have to leave your house for so many days. I'm not a professional archaeologist like yeah. that. So <laughs> there, no, there's two random ass mounds of dirt underneath my house that I've been wanting to dig into, and I'm really kind of nervous to do so. If you're scared, you need to smudge your house. We've we've been told about that. Yeah. The house doesn't scare us anymore because of you know having been living there and all this experience and stuff. I'm kind of scared of the mounds of dirt because I don't know why they're mounds. Like, because she said somebody cleaned the house. Like, she was like, yeah, the people went in there and they got all the trash out. I found a Barbie cup from the 80s. They didn't clean shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, my wife is very sensitive to paranormal stuff, and she only freaked out looking at the fucking photos the woman he has. The woman. Just the woman. Yeah. So, like, there's nothing, like, fucking weird in this house anymore. Yeah, it's just and it's really just looking at that woman where you get like that fucking like tingling neck syndrome kind of thing. All the research I did, and I know we got like just like a minute left. Yeah. All the research I did on the house, like when I finally found out the first name of the first owner, like I was we were stuck there forever. Like all I had was Jackson. I needed a name. I needed us so bad. I found the first name, and I went on Ancestry and I dug back the family history, and I found a dude with a sick ass mustache because this guy's got an amazing mustache, but he had a crazy beard and long hair. That dude, uh, Daphne had a sick ass mustache too. It looked like the same fucking guy. But with the death photos, is what they call them, when you die, they obviously clean you up. You get makeup, haircuts, all that other crazy shit. He has no beard. He's got clean-cut hair. His haircut is like, it looks modern. Like, it's like the, the hair on top, nothing on the sides like I got. 
but his mustache matched. So I started researching him and I found his obituary and he died March 10th, 19, or 1899. And his wife dies March 25th, 1899. So it made a lot of sense for them to have been death painted because they died so close together. I mean, it was really sad to know that, but. And depending on where it is located, because I don't know the situation, yeah. depending on the location, it was not illegal, technically, if you were not of Christian faith, to be buried outside of a cemetery. Yeah. Because if you're of Christian faith, you are in a cemetery. If they're in the That just gets into something you know, worse to fucking worry about. That could have been something for later on. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Didn't do anything on sleep tonight. Sorry. Never like, what the fuck is under my house? But that, that's definitely all I got now. I'm yeah, and we're that. at 8.45, so we got to wrap it up. Thank you all for coming, for coming, because no one showed up last night. Yeah. So it was it was fucking, we did this for 30 minutes and ran our normal kind of podcast yeah. episode and said, fuck it, let's go get some food. Yeah. So we, got so we bailed 15 minutes early. But thank you all for stopping. If you want to, uh, after we tear everything down, if you all want to talk to us right out there, uh, we'll be there. I got to go take a piss. Okay. I had like seven drinks. Yeah. And if you want to see the, his weird ass photos and shit like that, yeah, there you Don't go. Don't tell me that's piss. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. Is that juice? Yes. He said I got a piss. Holds up we really appreciate all the coming out. Because <laughs> um, I had nothing prepared for tonight. If no one showed up, we were just like, fuck it, let's go get even more hammered than we already are. Um, yeah, we'll be out there in a couple of minutes. Let's tear shit down. Let me go piss, and we'll take all y'all's questions and shit off record. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you got the photos on your phone? I can't uh,